0: Hi everyone, man here. This video is brought to you by a donation from Thomas. He didn't give me a topic, so I wanted to discuss something that's been on my mind for years now. But I just didn't understand what was going on. So I'm ashamed to admit it, but I voted for Justin Skippy Trudeau back in 2015. Because I always voted for the Liberal Party because they were run-of-the-mill. They were known to be between the Conservative Party on the right and the NDP party, which was a socialist one on the left. I thought that Trudeau would be better than Stephen Harper, the conservative prime minister at the time. Harper had raised the age of consent, which I didn't agree with, and thought he'd bring it up to 18 like in many U.S. states, and then start persecuting guys for going after 16-year-olds. What I didn't understand was that back in 2014 and 15, Stephen Harper had made the internet safe for freedom of speech because he allowed Canadians to say whatever they liked online, and it would be safe to do so. But he also criminalized jaunts with regards to prostitution and introduced the Nordic model back in 2014. I was really hoping that he would legalize it and Canada would become a German-type brothel country. With regards to Justin Skippy Trudeau, the first sign of trouble, with regards to the Sock was when he decided that he was going to make half of his cabinet women, and a good portion of it minorities, for the reason that it was 2015. Qualifications didn't matter as much as having a cooch. Skin was more important than skill. So after seeing that and realizing that merit didn't matter as much as minority status, I voted for the conservatives in the last two elections. What I saw wasn't actually equality, but equity. And I wasn't the only person that was left-leaning that was seeing this back then. Many people I respected when I was a so-called liberal, including Bill Maher, who appears to finally be waking up or doing the exact same thing. I guess it's time to cancel him too. Those people include Dave Rubin when he was on the Young Turks which I sadly have to say that I used to watch in the early 2020s. James Howard Kunstler, one of my favorite authors, as well as Jordan Peterson. I didn't know Peterson before he fought against the insane left, but he's high on the personality trait openness like the other creative people I just mentioned. People high in openness like myself will as well consistently vote for the left, because we prefer freedom and novelty, things that conservatives have traditionally shunned. I also used to watch Tucker Carlson back when he was on CNN's Crossfire show. The guy was born in San Francisco and was a registered Democrat. And now he's turned his back on the insane policies that are destroying his hometown and country. I'll discuss more in a moment. But let me first tell everyone about today's sponsor, Surviving Fourth Wave Feminism. There's a war in the West being waged by purple-haired ladies with orange man rabies. Let Dr. B. Real tell you about the feminist deal in his two-volume book series called Surviving Fourth Wave Feminism. His books are full of red pill truth bombs and color images discussing the downfall of our society. The left and women are in bed together, and men aren't invited. Don't be a male feminist, get both copies today. It's free with the Kindle app. Amazon's sponsor link is down below. Anyways, now back to liberal governments turning into totalitarian ones, Clown World Show. Even guys like Elon Musk and Joe Rogan have fled from California. They're running to rent states that represent their freedom-loving values. The right now stands for freedom of speech, and it's attracting the best and the brightest from the left, not necessarily turning them into conservatives per se, but it's causing a brain drain from the left to the right, more like the center-right because even conservatives have shifted somewhat to the left. I'm not exactly conservative either. Most of them don't actually like men going their own way because we don't want to love and cater to traditional women. The left, on the other hand, doesn't like us because we won't cater to the equity that women want on the other side of the spectrum. So the intelligent classical liberals are going their own way from the Democratic Party in the United States and the Liberal Party in Canada. How long until the rest of the population follows suit? That's why I think Biden is ignoring Musk and why Joe Rogan is a threat to the establishment, as well as Peterson and Bill Maher. They represent a sane voice of reason and freedom that people are identifying with. As all the intelligent liberals leave the left, all that's left is the fanatics that'll go crazy. If you're a real liberal, you value freedom of expression and have an openness to new ideas. The ones that are now left there are no longer tolerant to new ideas. They just pretend to be. You can hear that in Trudeau's voice when he said that the truckers held unacceptable views. But being a liberal means you have to accept unacceptable views, especially if you have the personality trait openness, because they're new and novel. And that's what you seek out, views and opinions that aren't accepted by mainstream society. What's also really interesting is that I don't hear about many, or any for that matter, intelligent Republicans turning their backs on the right or center-right these days. Then again, California used to vote Republican, and they had Ronald Reagan and Richard Milhouse Nixon that came out of there. So maybe the state used to be conservative and became liberal, and now it's become a woke disaster. Maybe there needs to be limits as to how far and fast progressives can change the culture. All that gender-bending ideology in maps or mind-retracted persons talk is starting to get scary. We're modifying the human body because a five-year-old boy wants to be a girl, or because some 40-year-old pedo wants the right to hang around in a playground sporting nothing more than a trench coat and a pair of socks. The definition of progressive is that they have to supposedly keep on progressing. If they stop and stay where they are culturally and ideologically, then they're conservatives, so they always have to keep moving towards greater and greater depravity. I enjoy my fair share of sexual depravity from time to time, but I suspect the radical left wants actual witch trials and cannibalism, kiddie diddling, and other depravities. They're also slowly shifting the goalposts in that direction. The left from 20 years ago won all the rights it wants, so there's nothing left to fight for, so they have to make new shit up in order to stay relevant. Even the conservatives are progressive enough to accept gay rights these days. I keep seeing that meme with gay flags with the words remember tradition next to them promoting today's conservative views. They had 25 years of getting used to gay rights, and they did, and it's no big deal anymore. This whole idea of constantly shifting the goalposts with regards to what's offensive and relevant is similar to what feminists do. They already have equal rights for women, which seem to be a very rational thing. But if feminists want to survive and thrive and get more money, they have to find a new cause to stand up for. Lately, that's been Me Too and Believe All Women. Or like in Canada right now, they're saying that the armed forces are just too white and too male. So they want to make the military culture of violence more inclusive. What's more dangerous than filling your nation's armed forces with incompetent ideologues and handing them weapons and a state-sanctioned license to violence? The wars of the future will probably be fought between feminist ideologue soldiers on one side versus robots on the other, run by rational Republican nerds, Republican in name only. All of these problems I've described are symptoms of successful society that's let freedom and tolerance go a little bit too far. As all the intelligent liberals leave the left, the insanity coming from it will amplify because it'll be filled with more and more extremists. I was worried the right would radicalize to meet the radical left head on, but I don't think that's going to happen now. The radical right has just increasingly become a bunch of centrists under the old definition from 15 to 20 years ago. The radical left now calls common sense radical, And wants to cancel anyone that's trying to spread reason and rationality. Unfortunately, I don't see anyone fighting the radical left until they start a war or some sort of inquisition. Or they impoverish people to the point where they can't feed themselves anymore. And then the chop-chop guillotines come out for those in power destroying the West. We're in the middle of the fourth turning. And unfortunately, I think things are going to get a lot worse before they get any better. Before cooler heads can finally prevail, the hotter ones have to lead us into disaster. Towards war and starvation, perhaps. Then they might try and justify that people eat their own kids or sell them to pedo farms to survive, and then they might just go too far at pushing people's emotional buttons. The majority of people aren't smart enough to see the direction society is heading in. They only react once things get bad enough. For example, everyone is freaking about inflation, and they think that prices will keep going up forever. But what they don't seem to understand is at some point, there'll be demand destruction. If only 5% of the oil and gas isn't being used... And that could easily mean a price drop of 20 or 30%. I think those in power see that the only way to bring inflation under control is through demand destruction. Not necessarily because there's no demand to eat or drive, but because people don't have the money to afford the basics of life. The stock market predicts the future. Right now it's screaming recession and deflation ahead, yet everyone is still freaking about the rising cost of living. All you have to do is see the inverted yield curve, and the long bonds which are paying less than the shorter duration ones, And know that every single time over the last 60 or 70 years that this happened, there was a recession after that. Official interest rates are at a quarter to half a percent, and they'll probably keep rising for a while still. But bank lending rates are spiking and people's mortgage payments are jumping dramatically. So with higher gasoline, food, and mortgage costs, both without actually salaries increasing, to keep up with this, what do you think is going to happen? People will pull back on their spending, causing a recession. Or they'll sell their paper assets to afford their lifestyle. Just as stocks are in the process of correcting. That's why I'm seeing an 80-90% to 90% chance of recession at the end of 2022. Also market correction. If that happens, it'll be good news for the Republicans in the midterm elections. The longer it drags out, the better the news for Trump if he comes back for re-election. Remember that much of what he did was lay the groundwork for the current crisis. Left and right-wing politicians are both clueless when it comes to economics and focus on getting elected. That means doing what's better short-term economically and leaving the next party in power holding the bank. It's not anyone's fault. It's just because we live in a world where inflation of the money supply relative to the goods and services that are available at any one time is always there. So again, this isn't financial advice, but I put 25 to 30% of my capital aside in cash until I see what happens in October and November. I didn't get influenced by financial pundits. I learned to read the signs with regards to what was going on. And made up my own conclusions. I'm optimistic and see that there'll be a lot of great opportunities to purchase cheap assets if things fall. If they don't, then most of the things I've sold are already up 40 or 50% in the last year and a half. So there's no big loss getting into them later. Since I sold them, most have already dropped in price and are at the same price. Mostly fertilizer, energy, food, and telecom companies. Getting back to politics, part about leaving the left or the center political spectrum here in Canada... Now makes me a political atheist. I don't see the world the way that a political belief system tells me. I see it for what it actually is. A lot of the time, popular political philosophies are there to trick us into a false sense of security and belonging. And so that we think we're right because after all, there's so many other people following the herd. They can't all be wrong now, can they? Stop being a mindless political herd animal. Stick out mentally from the crowd, but just don't show it. Because people hammer down the nail that sticks out the most. Anyways, that's it for today. Thanks again to Thomas for the donation, and I hope you enjoyed this topic. Don't forget to smash the like button the way the left has smashed itself and all the intelligent people have left it. Bang the bell and check out the mystery link. Follow me on Bitchu, Twitter, and Facebook to get tomorrow's video today. Subscribe to me on Minds, Odyssey, and MGTOW.TV to get the video for the day after tomorrow. This channel's been demonetized, and if you want to help me keep making content, then please support me through Subscribestar. There's a link to it in the description. Or you can do an hour-long coaching chat with the Sandman for $45. U.S. And I won't rush you out the door like a cheap whore. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. And remember, a red pill a day keeps the people that believe they have to make a choice between being a cuck and a tart away. So enjoy the rest of your day and cheers.